Four left for war. Only three made it home. Chapter 1. January 1816. London, England. It could be worse, Lord Carlyle reminded himself, as he trained his narrowed eyes on this newest battlefield. It had been three years since he'd set foot in a ballroom. The stars had changed, and the faces had aged, but London soirees were as treacherous as ever. He tried to relax. At least no one was shooting at him. When he'd left home, he'd been plain Mr. Oliver York, heir apparent to a silent dictator, whom he'd been certain would live forever. Full of ennui and patriotism, he'd defied his father and skipped off to fight the French with his three best friends. Because what was the worst that could happen? Answer, war. He'd lost all three of his best friends. Edmund had been felled by an enemy rifle, Xavier hadn't spoken a word in months, and Bartholomew. Oliver had lost that friend when he'd had the bad grace to save the man's life. Not that Oliver could blame him. Bart had made it back to England without his left leg, or his brother. He would rather have died than let go of his dying twin. He would have succeeded in that endeavour had Oliver not hefted his mangled body in his arms and speared his way through the bloody battlefield to the last surviving sawbones. It was a miracle the man survived. An even bigger miracle that he hadn't picked up the first blade he'd chanced upon and driven it between Oliver's ribs. Heroes, all of them. Heroes and murderers. They each had blood on their hands, scars in their hearts. One couldn't slice a bayonet through someone else's neck to save one's own, and then pick right back up in London with carriage races and drunken wages. Drunken, yes, he was very good at drunken. Alcohol was the only thing that dulled the anger and the guilt. There had been no postal service on the front lines, so he'd actually made it all the way to his front door before the rest of the news had reached him. He'd lost his father. Oliver was Earl now. Congratulations. His father, per the subsequent scandal sheets, had come to his untimely end in the bed of his latest mistress, when her cook, unaware of his seafood allergy, had sent a tray of salad tossed with lime and prawn to the lover's boudoir. Death by salad. And just like that, Oliver inherited an earldom. He didn't know a button about being earl, of course. His father had rarely even spoken to him. Therefore, Oliver was in no position to replace him. It would take months just to go through the journals and correspondence, let alone set about producing an heir. Nor was he in the market for a wife. He could scarcely be responsible for one. He was having a hard enough time wrangling this beast of an earldom without adding a dependent to the mix. Not with his future uncertain, his past a nightmare. Men of his class didn't marry for love. Men with his past shouldn't marry at all. War had taught him that there was no vulnerability like being helpless to save someone he cared about, like his best friends. Xavier still had a chance to recover. At the moment, he was propped up in the library like a great silent doll, but Oliver had faith his listless friend would come out of his fugue. That belief was precisely why Oliver, saviour of all people who did not wish to be saved, had shoved his friend into a carriage and forced them both into an environment alive with lights and colour. He might be dead inside, but he refused to allow the same to happen to Xavier. 
Captain Xavier Gray had once been the jolliest rattle of them all. Now he was one ragged breath away from catatonia. Surgeons were at a loss. He was more dead than alive, but there was nothing visibly wrong with him. Perhaps all he needed was some reassimilation, wine, women, dancing, a reminder of what they'd fought for and what was still worth living for. So Oliver had sent for his friend and an army of tailors. The two of them could out-dandy Brummel himself. Xavier had been easy enough to shepherd along, since he was mute and pliant as waxwork, perhaps a smidgen more lifeless. And now they were at a ball. One look at Oliver's face ensured no one would deny them entrance, but what was he to do with Xavier? He had fallen off his chair when Oliver had attempted to seat him in the ballroom with the spinsters. So Oliver had been forced to settle him in the library, in a wing-back chair with plenty of pillows.